It's like someone's got drunk with clip art, isn't it? It's just amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the K-League show, the show all about the K-League, South Korea's answer to Syria. Uh, This show is an exploration and an education for us as we learn about Korean football and indeed the wonderful, exotic, at least to us anyway, country of South Korea. My name's Ant and on this journey of exploration and education, I'm joined as always uh, by Arwin. Hello, good evening. You sound very posh there, don't you? I just was got criticised as coming across as the Comprovi Savage before, so I've just been a bit more bond about it. Yeah, that works. And also bringing this trio to a head, we have Jim. Modu Anyang. Oh, I'm excited. What's the model mean? I think it says it's hi all, that. Hi, everyone. Hi all. Hi, everyone. Brilliant. Uh, as ever, if you want to get involved and help us out and help us uh, learn some things or you spot something that we've got the wrong end of the stick on, uh, please get in touch with us and let us know at K League Show on your social media or K League Show at gmail.com. We like to start this show with things that we've learned about South Korea, things that we've maybe been re-educated about, or something South Korean that we've experienced. Maybe we had some kimchi, uh, maybe we saw a movie, or maybe we finally got our hands on uh, a football shirt. What's been happening, guys? As uh, Well, I've got, I've actually got a little fact today. Uh, I, I've, I know Aaron's been doing this last few weeks, but I thought I'd, I'd give it a go, find a little funny fact. And apparently in Korea, and I think it's actually all over Southeast Asia, but Korea is one of the countries that this is uh, applicable to, they suffer from tecrophobia. Tecrophobia? It's fear, fear of number four. So it's a bit like, it's not a like fear really, it's, um, they, they're very superstitious, they don't like number four. So oh, someone's going with my uh, secret, in, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so apparently in like hospitals and field, funeral parlours and stuff like that, they won't have a fourth floor. Uh, a lot of apartment buildings have an F instead of a four on the on the little buttons. Uh, there are a lot of fours in the squads in the K League. I thought I was thought that was going to be. I was thing. just going to yeah. say then, yeah. So, but apparently, yeah. And, and I, do you know the reason why? It's because um, apparently in in Korean, Japanese, uh, certain Chinese um, languages, the number, the letter, the the sound for the word four and the sound for the word for death is the same sound. Whoa. Ooh. Oh well, can I can I give you a related fact then? I was going to go with something else, but I'm going to go with this one just because it ties in. When a Korean's name is written in red ink, this indicates that that person is dead <laughs> or about to die. Oh man, school takes on a whole different meaning now, doesn't it? With the market, I've heard that. Jesus, but the the, the, the problem with that is that I'm colorblind, and so quite often I've picked up a I picked up what I thought was a black pen, and it's been a red pen and written in it so i could cause some major international incidents with this yeah that is actually like yeah so careful what you write so is that like uh you can sort of do that to the future so they have like the black spot you can write somebody's name in red pen and then that means they're gonna die is red pen banned in south korea can you still buy it I, I, there's probably a film called the red pen do you want to hear my fact go on well both i've got two spurious facts <laughs> to be honest with you yeah I heard that South Korea passed a law in 1999 that requires all online shopping and banking to be done using Internet Explorer, and it's still active. What? And maybe that's why we can't get any football Surely shirts on the internet. Surely not. I don't know it was true. Apparently, apparently true. So you can't use like you can't use Firefox no, or Chrome no, or anything no, like no. that. The ones that work. Internet Explorer. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know Internet Explorer was wow. still going. I wonder if there's a company. <clears throat> what about Safari and Apple? I know. 
What about that? It's out. It's outrageous. It can't be true, basically. So let's get to the bottom of it because somebody. It might be one of those uh, fact uh, things which is not true. But after I'm on a roll and I went out there with an edgy fact and I did okay, I'm coming in with this one. <clears throat> but if that's not okay, people well, can let the, me know. Well, the thing is, yeah, we're not the news. Like. We're here on a journey of education, and we may have been, you know, put, somebody may have pulled a fast one with us with these. But at the moment. We're not trying to catch her out. We're not trying to catch each other out. These are things that we've genuinely gone out and found out and believed to be true. But as I say, if you can if you can expand on that or actually sort of shine a light on it and tell us that it was actually not true at K-League show and we'll be sure to uh, stand up and get um, Arwin to apologise next show. Yeah, and also I was wondering if there was another... Maybe North Korea have got, like, they've got to be... Uh, they can only do their online shopping with Netscape. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Netscape is alright mate yeah, well, I still love Netscape Netscape was the one who's the bad man Ask Jeeves is their only search engine <laughs> ah, Those were the days of Netscape I've assumed Netscape doesn't exist anymore Let's uh, move on to the actual football then and that's what the K-League is for that's what this show's about and uh, lots of football happening what we try and do with this show is not be too uh, topical around it partly because it takes us a little while to get together and get everything edited and put out but also we want this to still be useful um if you're coming into the k league at any point uh so uh forgive us for being a little more g- generic than some of the other shows out there there are some very good shows out there we can recommend like k league united and uh, they've been very supportive of us so i don't think it's a problem with us you know sending a few people their way both of you <laughs> They're the best show. Listen to them. I would just listen to them. <laughs> what I'd like to talk about this this show, if I could, is a team which I kind of dismissed at the beginning when I was in the first episode when I was choosing the team and trying to go for. And we were looking at the teams that are out there and I went, well, that's ridiculous. What's the point of that? I don't get this. Uh, this just seems weird. What a waste of time. But this team... Uh, I, I know we're only four games in and it's very early to sort of make predictions about stuff. But the army team, Sangju Sammu, are flying, to be, for want of a better phrase. They're doing really well. They're playing some good football. Uh, and yet, despite all this, they will still be relegated at the end of the season. Now, I know there's a slightly different structure to what we're used to in other football leagues as well. But this is this is an unusual situation because, as, as far as I understand, this isn't a punishment that they're facing it's something that they, they, they've opted to do for some reason. I know when we talked about this a, a few episodes ago, we didn't quite know why, but the Columbo of the show <laughs> that is Jim has been on the case. Uh, can you shed any light on it? And and and, and, <laughs> and also as well, just putting it out there for both of you, am I just being a little bit romantic here or do they actually have a decent setup going? I, I think, well, I think I think in ter- like your second point, I think they do have some good players because they've got this strange arrangement where they get players who are... Uh, have to leave other clubs to go to um, do national service, uh, and, and then they were on a two-year contract at, um, at Sangju, and they've got some, you know, players who are good players, first-team players at other teams. Um, I think I think there's a few internationals in in this squad, so um, they're certainly not um, any worse than any, anyone else. And I think we've seen over the last few weeks they're actually quite a good side. Um, but what I found out, which I think is the reason why they they have elected to to be relegated, is that at the end of this season they're moving cities. Um, so the franchise is shifting somewhere else. I don't know where they're shifting to, but Sangju, um, there's a new team, like a, uh, a citizens team, going to start up in K2. So there's going to be two, and then Sang, Sang in. So, so 
Sangju Sangmu. Sangju is the city. Sangmu is the team. So Sangmu will have another team team based somewhere else uh, in K2. Sangju FC or whatever they're going to be called are going to be also have a team in K2. Um, so I think, and I think it's just the franchise moving. I think there must be a rule in the in the in the league when franchises move cities, they get relegated or, or they start at a lower level. Does this mean that what we're looking at with the the K League then is is maybe something similar to I'm thinking of like the NFL in that you have the different conferences all all the way around. Um, Oh, but because I just thought it was a straight sort of like as as we've got in British soccer where you have like the the four divisions and so you, you can you can be based in Newcastle or in Cornwall and you would still go up, go up the ladders that way. Well, I think until till this season uh, they've had two only two professional leagues, so I think think that is a bit like that. And also, I think the American analogy is particularly uh, true of the franchise system, which we're not used to. Obviously, when Wimbledon moved to Milton Keynes, there was a massive kickoff, and there's still a lot of bad feeling about that. Uh, it's not something we're used to. But in America, other, a lot of sports... You say that you we're know. not used to it. I mean, my team in, 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 in the UK is Manchester City, who've just during this period of uh, lockdown and COVID bought their 11th club, uh, a small team, a small team in Belgium, uh, which bring yeah. So they've now got eleven clubs, including one in India. They've got New York City and New York, obviously. They've got one in Australia. Scum. Yeah. Absolutely scum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I think I think they're called like the Sydney something. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Sydney scum. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. I mean, glo- globalization football, isn't it? But I think in England itself, we're, we're quite parochial about where the teams play if, if a team moves to another city and that's that's it isn't it but most of these the teams in the k-league have been somewhere else at least one other place if not two yeah um, some them have been in two others before yeah coming. yeah well song uh yeah absolutely yeah so the the other name for sangju is the armed forces athletic corps which um sounds like quite a quite a cool acronym to have on your shirt the whole idea of a, a an army navy team feels like the uh you know you sometimes get those exhibitions on the TV, exhibition matches on the TV where the army play the navy and then the police play the firemen at rugby and th- th- this kind of thing and you don't get them so much anymore but it used to be like back in the day they would be on TV uh it just seems odd that they're there in a professional league in the first place but the fact that they're playing so well so far this season shows that they deserve to be there yeah sure and then like I say they are a good side that they know they're like it's good work ethic, if you know what I mean, as well. They're tough, yeah. you know. It's like, I think as well, because you've got players who are only there for two years, so they, it doesn't really matter for them if they get relegated, I suppose, a lot of them. Uh, they're going to be back to another club next year, but it's, I guess it's then just professional pride. Why not try and do well? I mean, you know, you don't want to do badly, do you? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to mess around. I like I like the idea of it. If, if I'm going to go and do national service, I'd like to spend it playing football. Thank you very much. Cheers. <laughs> I would be rather nervous if I was playing against them and I heard somebody shout, shoot. So that would be... (laughs) Use your special effect button. (laughs) I'll tell you what, do you know who's not going to be in Division 2 next year to play him? Nam Dong. Have you seen about Nam Dong? No. Nam Dong is my new favourite club. It's very difficult crewing so many clubs. Oh, is is that the badge that was uh, shared on Twitter with us? Um, with the crab claws and the yeah yeah, yeah they're George amazing. Slade shared it, yeah. This is it's like and also because he was like saying about having the best uh, thing on your badge. Yeah, they've got on their badge never ending story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the best thing no. about that, yeah, it's the badge is fire. Yeah, if you like, check a trail. Yeah, exactly. Crabs, yeah, and they've got two crabs claws holding a football 
which is it doesn't even work because crabs would pierce the football <laughs> unless they're extremely gentle. So obviously gentle crabs, and they've got an anchor. It's like someone's got drunk with clip art, isn't it? It's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's like, it's like after you've done it, after you've had too many like sugary sweets, but it's proper cool. And I'm supporting them. Maybe this is something I'm going to challenge the two of you to. What I want you to do is for when, when the show goes up, I want you two to take a little bit of time and put together your own fantasy K-League club badge. <laughs> You're only allowed to use clip art. Amazing. And uh, I want you to make that into a badge. And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll put them both up and um, we'll, we'll see what people think. We'll do something clever with it, like a like retweet type thing. Who's the best one? That's such a good idea. We need it. We need a K-League show, like... Lee Abge mascot. Why don't we have a mascot? Mascot. Mascot. Yeah. We'll start with the badge, then we'll do the mascots, and then we'll do a shirt. Yes. Mascot. All right. So, so this one. Please, if anyone's got any suggestions, uh, like you know, uh, please send them in. I'd love to see your interpretation, especially Duan. Duan is like a caricature with his big beard. Is there pictures of you online, Ant? Can people can people Google what you look like? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm currently in a number of other podcasts at the moment, including Wrestling with the Champ. Who bears a striking res- Ooh, tell us more. who bears a striking resemblance to both my appearance and my voice, but isn't me. Right. <laughs> okay. I look forward to checking that out, Ant. Thanks very much. Sounds great. Wrestling with the champ. Do you think he ever saw you wrestle? I'm not sure. I, th- I thought I saw him once in the crowd at Yates's in Newport, but. He knew how much I loved wrestling, even as a kid. What's one of your favourite memories about your dad? On one of his rare appearances, he took me to get my first tattoo. And how old were you back then? 14. Isn't that a bit... Awesome, yeah. I was going to say irresponsible. He didn't do it himself. I might regret asking this, but where's your tattoo? One second. Ta-da! What am I looking at? Give it a minute. Let your eyes adjust to the light. Wrestling with a champ. I find this team fascinating and I kind of, the part of me that kind of wishes that I'd chosen them as my team. But at the same time, the romantic in me says, how can that be your football team unless you were in the army, really? Or you played for them? I, 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 can't, I can't see that happening. But I want to ask questions like, do, do they get paid less than all the other players in the league? Because they're just like an army wage rather than a, and like the, the K-League wage. Um, do they sign players the way that other clubs do? Yeah, or do they just pick the best players that are coming up on conscription? Can they actually say to the government, "All right, we want him now. Conscript him for us, please, mate." You know, how does all that work? And also, as well, like in terms of the games, like, like what what happens in terms of like the fans? Are the fans just army reservists that come in, or is it just locals that come and see them as well? Or what, what's what's the history there? I just find it very fascinating. All those questions. You know, one thing I'm pretty sure that about is that this is not um, a particularly unique feature in Asia regarding football culture. I'm pretty sure that there's quite a few, again, citation needed, too much football manager, but I'm pretty sure that there's um, there's various different Asian clubs which have got like military forces representing them. I think there's one in the Philippines, which is a pretty bad boy, which is actually pretty good and does well in... Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure there's various ones, but like, you always see them. It's just sort of maybe we should be asking ourselves, in fact, why don't we have the Territorial Army Conference English team? Is that something that we could incorporate? Well, I, I, I remember playing Central World Soccer when I was in like, my teens and playing as Indian Border 
or Indian Border Patrol yeah, exactly. forces yeah. as a team. But also um, one of the, one of the first teams to win the FA Cup with the Royal, Royal Engineers. So you know we used to do it. Just in, in terms of like a sensible soccer, though, if we're going to talk about that. I remember my favourite team was uh, Toolshed FC and uh, the star striker Oxy Settling Torch, <laughs> who would literally cut through the defence. Uh, what a great game that wow. was! Uh, monkey, ro- monkey Rovers. Man. Uh, monkey so, rovers. just Come just on. while we're on that, just for those of you that have an interest in this and just want to keep across, I think we should have a little update uh, on Arwin's uh, career in management on Football Manager, and he's been taking Gangwon. <laughs> to the AFC final this week. Is that right? Yeah, I did, you know. Um, it's, been, it's a wormhole, isn't it? All you need to know is basically, yeah, I am pretty good at football manager. It's actually championship manager 2001-2002 game. Yeah, but it's been updated with the 2020 <clears throat> statistics and players. Exactly. Go. Yeah, exactly. And so I managed Gang 1. I made various changes. I, uh, really interesting, actually, because... Obviously, it echoes. I mean, you, I've got zero idea how accurate that is by the time you've taken a game down to that thing in and put it back. But either way, all you need to know is there's a, there is quite a bit of tough competition in the ACL. Um, I'm not being funny, but like, it's another, it's another level. It's like a long time playing football manager. It's not just me, Jim, Jim too. He's a bad man for football manager. But like, you, it's like seeing the Matrix, I think. Um, but I think you can't um, actually underestimate how prolific that game was like, I don't play the new football manager really and I've had my glory days in football I've done my bit for the football managing community but um, <clears throat> back in the day the pre-Tevez days you know what I mean we're calling Tevez out at like 12 somehow they had him in there as being like the best football going you know as a Man City fan I'm sure you'll agree there but he wasn't the first one I mean had its fails like Freddie Adu and stuff like that but it always the ma- there's a magic within Football Manager, Championship Manager, which is, for another podcast of itself, it shouldn't even be spoken of the magic that is withheld within those numbers. But it's a world within a world within a world within a world, man. It's equally as important as anything else. So crack on if you want to play Football Manager. Don't worry about it. Don't feel the guilt. Uh, so the question is, is uh, when, when is the actual AFC final being held? Will that be before the next show? Can we already place bets on... No, I've left now. I've left Gangwon. Because I've won the Champions League, yeah, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. Because it's this team that you got to play. It's called uh, Beijing Guan, Guashan, or something like that. Yeah, that's what they're called. And they got Pato playing for them. Uh, I can't remember who else they got, yeah, but people who are better than me. <laughs> I would like, what I did learn about that, about playing in Korea, is <clears throat> it's a squad game. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to play it like, you know, you're going to go through your place, you've got a load of young players. In uh, in the K-League, I noticed there's a lot of talk in the more professional podcasts and various other media um, about the K-League. It's like, they're trying to get these two players in here who are under 22, and it's like a real struggle and chore for them to try and make sure they get this quota. Maybe Jim's got some information about this, but there's something going on regarding that you can have like five substitutes or six substitutes if you three of them are under 22 and it's a Wednesday. And then if if you if this is a full moon in the sky, then you can have two, but you've got to use one over 23. And it's kind of confusing for me. But all I'm saying is, is my approach to football manager in the K-League, if anyone's listening, is just you've got to use the youth, you've got to get the squad system going, high intensity. You know, they're going to be playing three at the back or two at the back. Get forward. I'm looking forward to Jim's answer on the on the substitutes there. Yeah, I did. I I I knew this, and I've kind of forgotten it a bit. But I think he's right. Um, you have to have 
a starter and someone on the bench you're under 22 and if you do have that quota you can use three substitutes if you've only got one you can use two substitutes right, wow. okay. um, so you have to have a I starter like that. on the bench and so some people well some people have been like doing it a bit of a dodge haven't they been like playing taking off players on like the 49th minute or the 42nd minute or something like that to try and and they could get a bit of extra juice out of the system. But, but like I say, in England, we wouldn't really say that. If you had, like, three sort of under-21 internationals in the top league playing for you, you'd be like, yeah, you'd be chucking them right in, you know, without any legislation. So it is a, it does seem to be a different approach to, like, uh, how they play their youth and what they think of their youth. I don't know. I, th- I think it's a recognition that the, the K-League's not going to ever be the best league in the world um, but they but they won they didn't I think they had a problem in the past for losing their best young players to the J League uh, right. particularly uh, so they're trying to get an avenue through for young players to play uh, in the K League uh, which will help the national team and, uh, and and everything like that as well but I, th- I think um, there's something actually I was going to ask the the, the audience out there because something I can't actually find the answer to there used to be a draft system uh, for the best young university players and they'd be drafted into teams and there's a bit of a controversy because, um, and that was, to, that was to stop the richest teams dominating the whole league. But there was also there's problems with that as well. Um, because then a lot of the players were then still going to the J League to avoid the draft because they get paid more money um, and they could choose where they went. But I don't know if it's still going. I, I can't find anywhere. I think it stopped, but I don't know when that was. So if K League United guys or whoever. We're going to have to go now. over to South Korea and check this out, aren't we? So actually with that, could Arwin and his love of championship manager and the fact that this is about career, is there an esports league for championship manager? <laughs> and, you know, has Arwin got what it takes? There should be. I was thinking maybe we should put my, like, you know, me and Jim used to play, and we used to have, like, we get the old network game out. I'd be up for getting, like, I played another one recently, which is Football Manager 2008, I think it is, which is a g- very good vintage. And I've enjoyed it very much. Um... So that's that one you can network play. I'm not sure if you can network play Championship Manager. I'm playing it like on Virtual Box on a Mac into a PC. I don't know the lengths of difficulty I would go to play Football Managers. If only I put that much effort into this podcast, I would know something about real life Kaylee. Uh, I think we'll leave it at that point, gentlemen. Thanks very much, as always, for joining us. Um, I, you know, I, I like to say, you know, I hope you've learned something because I certainly have. I'm not sure I can say that today. <laughs> Well, you learn something, just, just not about KD, yeah. good or anything. More questions, but still, you know. Yeah, sometimes life is about questions. Absolutely. We'll get some knowledge about something. Just full of not full of knowledge. Do they have those square melons?